0614-104-107. Your tweets at Aldrin Simpier and our studio line is 86 Let's quickly get an update from uh, Sam Kela Maseko, SABC News uh, reporter, on uh, what's happening at the ANC Youth League Conference. So the ANC Youth League is holding its first leadership conference in eight years today. The last time they held a conference was in 2015 with the ANC Secretary General Figile Mbalula removing Kola Ngola as uh, the convener of the party, the Youth League task team on the eve of its uh, national conference. Samkelo now joining us on the line. Samkelo, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Just quickly before we go into what uh, transpired today and what happened yesterday with that statement that was issued by the Secretary General of the party when it comes to Kola Ngola. A very good afternoon to you, Aldrin, and to the listeners. What transpired yesterday is that the Secretary General of the ANC removed Olangola as the convener of the ANC Youth League for illegally convening a ANC Youth League Congress in the Eastern Cape against the instruction of the Secretary General of the party, that would be Figilam Balula, and also against the instruction of the Provincial Secretary of the ANC, which is Lula Mangugai Tobi within the Eastern Cape. That is why Olangola was effectively removed as the convener of the ANC Youth League. He has subsequently written a letter to the ANC's national officials seeking an audience saying that Figil Mbalula is interfering in the affairs of the ANC Youth League and is not allowing the Youth League to run its own affairs and in fact in, uh, affecting the autonomy of the ANC Youth League. So, so does the Secretary General then have the powers to unilaterally remove somebody from the entity? The Secretary General of the ANC does have those powers to unilaterally remove someone from the NYNTT, but he has to take into confidence the ANC's national officials if he's asked on why he did that, and if he can provide proof, then that matter can be overturned or can be sustained by the ANC's national officials, which Olangola at this point in time has seeked that meeting or seeked an audience with the ANC's officials. It's not yet clear whether they've given him that audience, mm. but we do know that they have been pondering giving him that particular ear as they have been communicating with some officials of the ANC outside of the Secretary General of the ANC, Figilam Balula, because they are, in essence, complaining about the SG. Yeah. Outside of his removal from the NYTT, does he give any evidence uh, or instances that he points to around the interference of the Secretary General in the processes leading up to the conference? He points out to the various meetings that have taken place in the past three months from when the NYTT was first constituted in March, some of the things that Olangola, that Figilem Balula has done in the preparations of this Congress of the ANC Youth League, saying that the SG has been giving them directives and not allowing them to run their own internal affairs. There have been accusations also against him to Manana, the national organizer of the African National Congress, whose organizing team is heavily entrenched and involved in the organizing of this Congress as the ANC Youth League does not have its own organizing machinery. And then when it comes to the issues around the audits leading up to the conference, concerns that have been raised there, how were they able to deal with those considering that they've decided to go ahead with the conference? The concerns and the disputes, uh, we spoke to Colin Malaji. He says that the disputes for this Congress closed on the 15th of this month and all branch delegates and all leaders of the ANC Youth Leagues from branch level, zonal level, regional level and provincial level have had an opportunity to lodge those disputes saying that Apiwa Mkangelwa, who wants to contest for the position of president, who's not yet met thresholds to branch nominations, who's hoping to get 25% of conference plenary in order to make it to the ballot paper, saying he 
and Olangola have not written any disputes. They have not said anything in NYTT meetings. It's surprising that they now go out to the media space to say that there are discrepancies and issues of credentials over this conference, yet they failed to do so in internal meetings of the African National Congress. They're also saying they are applying a zebra stripe method of branch allocations for delegates in this Congress, which is a similar method of the zebra stripe that was used in the ANC Youth League Congress of 2015, which elected Colin Maine, where they were sometimes swapping males with female delegates in order to have gender representation at their congresses. That is effectively what has taken place and has caused these disputes of the swapping of delegates due to some delegates being swapped because they are male and they are taking females. What should we be looking out for in this uh, conference, considering where the ANC Youth League once um, stood when it comes to issues relating to, for instance, the nationalization of the mines and so forth? What are some of those policy considerations and debates that will be taking place that we should be taking note of? Alden, they will stick to the seven cardinal pillars of land expropriation without compensation, land nationalization of the South African Reserve Bank, nationalization of the banks within the country, and also the nationalization of the strategic sectors of the economy. They will stick to those seven cardinal pillars, but they take it further in their economic transformations uh, document. Where they speak about the energy trajectory of the country, there is one guy and comrade within the Youth League, whose name is Avuile, who works in Gwede Mantashe's office, who is an economist by profession, has a master's degree in economics at in, a, in, in one of the universities in China, who is spearheading this particular debate on renewable energy, spearheading the debate on the repurposing of South Africa's coal mines, whom he's heavily influenced by the national chairperson of the ANC and also the Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy within the country. So that particular aspect of the economy does not only focus on the seven cardinal pillars, but it also focuses on the current contemporary and economic challenges that the country faces with the failing power utility, where they are coming in with the proposals of how renewable energy can be formed, of how the ocean can be used in order to form electricity, on how they need to go to the hydroelectricity route, and how they need to use wind and wind windmills as well in order to generate electricity within the country, and, pe- and repurposing old coal power stations like Komati in Mpumalanga in order for them to either use gas in order to produce electricity. So they've pretty much threatened and worked further in the economic trajectory and energy space in those resolutions and proposals in order to better South Africa's energy availability factor. Thank you so much for your time. Sam Gela Maseko there, SABC News political reporter at the ANC Youth Leaks Conference.